welcome to Raven Conversations, the show where we bring you the news and information around the Washington National Guard. I'm Sarah Morris, and on this episode, I sit down with Major Kelly Souter from the 420th Chemical Battalion, and we talk about what the 420th Chemical Battalion is and how its unique mission set helps to bring together different companies with different MOSs from throughout the state. If you're interested in learning more about the 420th Chemical Battalion, please check out the show notes. Enjoy! Washington is earthquake country. Are you prepared? Earthquakes can create a series of big waves called tsunamis. Do you know your evacuation routes or how long it takes for you to reach high ground safely? Learn how to protect yourself from a tsunami. Check with your local emergency manager or visit mil.wa.gov tsunami. Before disaster strikes, get two weeks ready. Make a plan. Build a kit. Become involved. Be a preparedness champion. Be sure to follow us on social media. Stay up to date on all the cool events, stories, photos, and videos happening around the Washington National Guard. If you have a question, have a comment, or just want to say hi, send us a DM, PM, tweet at us, whatever, and we'll answer you. We also love to share and collaborate. Send us the photos or videos you take at Drill or AT, and we'll tag you. Are you an active Instagrammer? Well, you might be a perfect candidate to take over our account. Send us a message, and we'll set something up. To find us, do a search for WA National Guard. That's WA National Guard, and look for the blue check mark. Okay. So today I am joined by Major Kelly Souter, and what is your position? I am the executive officer of the 420th Chemical Battalion. And what is the 420th Chemical Battalion? The 420th Chemical Battalion is a group of companies uh, that all have unique capabilities. It's not uh, the traditional Army Battalion where everybody has the same role and the same mission. Uh, we have an, a, a vertical horizontal engineer company. We have a transportation company out of Spokane. The engineer company is out of Snohomish. Okay. Uh, we have an MP company out of PCRC here in Camp Murray. We do have a chemical recon decon company out of Grandview. Okay. And then we have a small four-person company out of Yakima that is like a division-level chemical planning asset okay and then the battalion headquarters is also in yakima at the yrc okay and then i know you guys go on just like all kinds of crazy missions i know you when i saw the 420th the first time was in idaho like i was telling you and you guys were doing the um, homeland response force exercise as the decon unit Yes, yeah, so we we have we have a dual role mission. We right. have the green side, which is the army side, and then we call it the white side, which is the Seaburn Task Force right. mission. And in addition to that, we also have the Case mission, which is part of the HERF, separate from the Seaburn Task Force. What does Case stand for? That's a good question. I'm <laughs> sure it's chemical something. It, it's basically what they are is they are perimeter okay. uh, support for a HERF. Um, if there is a HERF disaster right. that they're responding to, they do the outside perimeter. Okay. So like a secure. Oh, I remember it's the security element. Yes. Yes. The entry point, exit points. C-A I, security C element. Yeah. I, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> off the top of my head, it's slipping my head what it is. No, it's fine. I know what you're talking about now because I'm pretty sure I asked that exact same question when I was learning about the HERF. 
Yeah, so we provide 160 soldiers right. towards that, and the Air Guard provides 40 yep. towards that. And then so we also have the Seaburn Task Force, mm-hmm. um, which Colonel Bugby is a dual-hatted battalion commander for both the battalion and he's also the Seaburn Task Force commander. Okay. Uh, that consists of the decon unit, uh, which is around 90 people that are supposed okay. to respond but it's the entire 792nd chemical company is part of the decon unit and then the c2 element which is a 17 person basically a headquarters right. for the task force um that would respond to a herf emergency yeah and then what are some of the other missions that you guys are doing besides the herf mission so we are also the main taxpayer right now for the state of Washington uh, because everybody else is either part of the 81st Brigade right. or the 303rd is gone. Um, but we are providing the resources for um, domestic operations right now. So if there's any floods, we are on call for that. If there is fires in the summer, we have trained up up to 10 hand crews. Mm-hmm. Um and we will respond anytime the DNR needs us or the the state calls for firefighters. Uh, this year, we also got people involved in becoming um, Sawyer trained uh, with like chainsaws okay. and, and like a deeper element of helping out the DNR when right. it comes to firefighting response. Uh, this year, fortunately, we didn't have to I know. respond. Um, but last year, we we responded um, and with up to, I think it was around 300 soldiers okay. for over a month, yeah. uh, period. So in addition to domestic operations, we do the army side of the house, um, each. So we're not like the 81st brigade where the right. brigade gets called up. They all go right. do something. Um, on, on the green side, the one seven, six, two years ago, went to Iraq and helped build structures in Iraq for the current soldiers that are living there. Um, the transportation company out of Spokane uh, supported the NTC, or excuse me, the XCTC rotation okay. for the 81st Brigade this last summer. In fact, the entire battalion supported them. Okay. Um, the chemical company supported their ranges. Right. The transportation company was an integral part in running supplies out to them so they could have sustaining uh, uh, life forces out there downrange. Right. And then we, as the headquarters, supported all of our companies uh, that were supporting that. And then the MPs, when they do their Army mission, they go over to Fort Lewis okay. and backfill the, the police force, the MP force, on Fort Lewis. Typically, cool. they could be called up to do any kind of MP missions. They're right. not combat MPs. Uh, they are more law and order MPs. Okay. And they have they have a pretty unique skill set. They have people who do investigations yeah. and uh, they do like traffic uh, patrolling, that kind of stuff. Okay. And then I know the 176, they also were at Bersama Warrior, I think? Cobra Gold. Cobra Gold, yep. Yeah, so every year they send a pretty large element to Cobra right. Gold and they go over there to Thailand and build a school. Uh, they've been doing that for several years. Um, I th- this year they're sending more soldiers, and then they're also more than likely going to be sending a large, almost platoon side o- size element with the state down to the National Training Center okay. to support the 81st Brigade. Right. Um, and there's a 
good chance right now that we're going to be sending quite a few people out of our battalion to help support the brigade. Right. Be successful down there. Yeah. Do you guys have any other SPP missions besides that? Yes. So we have four SPP missions that okay. are... They're like standing missions. Like uh, yes. They most use, every year. Or yeah, every year. And they're like sometimes two people, sometimes right. four. Right. Um, but it, it's usually in Thailand. Mm-hmm. Um, and they go over there and they do like tabletop exercises okay. with the Thai army. Anything that has to do with... Um, uh, either engineering or chemical related, right. um, and uh, they also um, like to bring us over there to um, do like battalion MDMP support. Okay. Also, so just it's like mostly the subject matter expert yes. mission and and all of that. That's cool. Yeah. I've, so in, in addition to everything else, right. we're sending people overseas right. every year. Have you ever done one of those? I have not, but I am going this spring. Are you excited? Sure. <laughs> Are you no. going to Thailand? We're going to Thailand. Okay. Um, I'm going to the engineer tabletop exercise. Okay. Uh, myself and Colonel Bugby will be going over there with about four other soldiers. Okay. Um, this is my one. Of, this is my last year in the army. So okay. I was like, yeah, I'll go over and <laughs> do one before I get out. That'll be fun. Yeah. Everybody only has good things to say about the SPP missions. Yeah. Yeah. It's always a good time. Awesome. Well, I but, mean. Well, the other thing I was going to add is um, this year we are it, November 21. Okay. So about 13 months from now. Okay. Is the large ex eval for the HERF. Mm-hmm. And that's where they do their, every three years they do their right. evaluation. Um, and so we are leading up to participating in the ex eval. We'll be doing um something similar to what we did in Boise, a training okay. machine in Spokane in April. Okay. And then in September, we'll be going down to Camp Riley in Oregon. Okay. And doing another one down there before the ex And then w- when is that? Uh, that's September, next September. Okay. And then Camp Riley in November. Okay. With the HERF. That would be really fun. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of work. Yeah. It's People don't realize how much effort goes into preparing a battalion because there's so many other additional things that you have to do for each each soldier has to have all that training right they have to do the dawn on dot off of the chemical suit well and there's so many mos's within your battalion too that's a lot of skills yes and to try to keep track of everybody there's we get a lot of help from the herf right. her full-time force um, but to have the company commanders manage not only, hey, by the way, everybody has to have all their medical and dental right. complete, but they put all that extra effort and work very hard in getting all the ICS classes complete, right. uh, completed. And then there's different immunizations they need for the right. HERF. Um, so it's a, it's a monumental task that this battalion undertakes that um, I think is really understated. Uh, by a lot of people in the guard, they just don't realize how much right. the 420th does. Well, and I remember too uh, when I talked to Colonel Bugby that he was so proud because every single soldier that was there supporting the Idaho response volunteered. Yes, because they were had already completed almost all of their time required. Yes, yeah, so one of our uh, main efforts, um, and Colonel Bugby's a big supporter. He's he's an attorney. He's an right. MDA attorney. Um, 
and so he's not full time. So his his thing is, hey, you know, two weeks in the summer, one week in a month. That's our standard, our gold standard for the National Guard. Right. But we have all this other stuff we have to do. So we we ask people to volunteer first, and then we try to get additional folks after that. We you know we'll have to give them orders. Right. Um, but so far, as usual, right. soldiers step up and do what is asked of them, um, and volunteer for those missions. Right. So, yeah, on top of taking them away for an entire AT period, yep. drill every single month, um, we've got all these exercises that is in addition to all of that. So April and September will both be volunteer status also. Right. Um, Exival is not a volunteer, but that will also be our annual training right. for 21. That makes sense. So, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a lot of effort put forth. We're really proud of all the soldiers and everything that they put into it. It's really hard to ask all of that from all those people that are just part time. They, you know, yeah. you got all your family requirements, yep. your civilian job, and then, by the way, the National Guard keeps asking for more, more, more. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I know that Colonel Bugby and the Sergeant Major and myself and 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 all the company commanders, all of our company commanders are part-timers also. Okay. And the amount of work that they put into and effort into making things happen, it's incredible. Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of people that do a lot of stuff without getting paid because it just has to get done. Yeah. So. I know. It's crazy. That's the life of the reserve component. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I've deployed twice to Iraq, uh, both with the 81st Brigade. Okay. And so I have quite a bit of experience commingling with active duty units. Mm -hmm. And when we've done that, or if we do any kind of exercises with active duty units, the National Guard is always far superior. Because you have these people that are teachers and doctors and professors and cops and, you know, business owners. And they bring all that life experience. Yep. And the average guardsman is a little bit older, too. You've got, you know, E7s that are in their 30s. That's mm-hmm. kind of unheard of on the active duty. Yeah. Um, and so I've always seen the National Guard outperform. And I, I'm not saying anything negative about the right. active duty, but it's just amazing to me that we get as much done during the year as most active duty people or units do uh, in the small time that we do train. Right. And we also bring on that like you said, that life experience that comes from working in the civilian workforce, maybe yes. doing a job that's completely different, but that experience is still relevant to the activities that you're doing. Yeah, and when you're in the garden, you have, I've, I've seen it, I, I experienced it when I was an M-Day person years ago. Um, you, you, you make so many contacts and you have your National Guard friends in addition to your civilian friends um, and you, you meet people that, Hey, I need we need to hire people at my right. company and right. so it's a, it's a good jobs program for people to like <laughs> indeed for the National Guard. <laughs> yes, agreed. So if somebody uh was like wanting to join the 420th or they were interested um in joining the 420th like what would you tell them? Well, I would tell them number 1 that if you wanted to join any army unit, right. it is something that will add a lot of benefit to your life. So um, I was an enlisted recruiter and I was also a commander of a recruiting, all of the recruiting in Eastern Washington. 
And I've seen the National Guard change people's lives for the better in so many ways um, that if they wanted to join the 420th, I would say we have so many unique skill sets that you you know just pick and choose. Do you want to be an engineer? My my own son is in the 176. That's so cool. Yeah, he's in the horizontal unit. He used to be an infantry guy. Actually, he started out chemical. Okay. Then he became infantry, and now he's in the 176. Uh, he wanted to be a heavy equipment operator. All right. He's been about. I was se- just with some 12 Novembers. Yeah. A couple weeks ago at Fort Hunter Liggett. Oh yeah, yeah. So he. Uh, He's been in about seven years, and so, um, you know, he's a testament that there's different things you want to do. So don't get bogged down and say, well, I'm not happy, I'm not satisfied with what I'm doing here, because there's always an opportunity to change your job, um, change your environment, and and the 420th is a good place for that because we have chemical. I mean, I'm not sure if you're aware of when you go to chemical training, the level of hazmat and and all those civilian certifications that you get when you get on the outside, like if you're trying to be a firefighter right. or something like that, you know, you have all of that stuff in your background already that they will, you know. And we work a lot with those absolute, departments absolutely. as well. Yeah, myself personally, I'm looking when I retire to maybe get on with FEMA or something right. like that because I have all those certifications. Right. Um, but if you want to do engineering, great. If you want to do transportation, we have cooks. We have cooks. Right. I mean, we have just about everything that you can imagine in that battalion. Um, and and not only that, we're all over the state. Right. Snohomish, Camp Murray, Spokane, Grandview, Yakima. Yeah, I mean, you've got it pretty much mapped out across the whole state. Which is another unique challenge in I'm sure. <laughs> so I'm sure. Yeah, the mountains really provide you that uh, <laughs> that barrier. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I think that's it for me, unless there's something I missed. Nope. Just appreciate the opportunity. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming.